Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Keep 100% of your claim. If you've been hurt in a road accident that wasn't your fault, you should really talk to G4 Claims first. Unlike road accident solicitors, we don't charge you for our services, which could see you better off. To keep 100% of your compensation, have a chat with Nicole and the team. You'll be glad you did. Search online for G4 Claims. Keep 100% of your claim. G4 Claims. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Battlefield Europe. The return of Battlefield Europe, to be fair, because we never had it on last year at all. Um, despite the league, whenever the ball just on mute, and I had to tell them, I never quite have the in- had the intro set up properly tonight, so I had to tell them that. By the way, your mics will be on when the this tune's playing, so just watch because usually Geo sings. So I thought, just, <laughs> but just in case you don't want people to hear you singing, so um, I had to tell them. So Paul muted it, obviously, there and played it safe. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Cause I talk to myself anyway, so it's all right. My wife, my wife calls it a parcel tongue. <laughs> Good, but anyway, welcome everybody who's who's watching in the chat. I can see go there quickly first. I can see Jim there. Follow, follow, and good evening, people. Come on, the Rangers. Correct a wee bit of optimism there. That's something that we need. <laughs> Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. <laughs> After Saturday, fucking um, emotional readjustments. What they need. <laughs> <laughs> um, we Sorry, are, we are obviously live tonight to talk about the European game tomorrow night, a, a huge qualifier so early on in the season, especially after Saturday, and the result very, very important now for the club um, and, and for the players to kind of you know, kickstart the season a wee bit after a false start. Um, 
Paul, myself and Simmy did a wee podcast. We recorded a podcast earlier on the day and put it up on our Patreon. Um, we hands up with the whole Patreon situation. It's my fault, completely my fault, due to work commitments last year and stuff like that. I couldn't commit the time eventually um, last season to, to update the Patreon. But hopefully we're going to change that this year. The links there are kind of going to cross the bottom of the screen. You can get a seven-day free trial. We've done a pod there on Friday, a wee short, sharp podcast on Friday. Not that you want to go back and listen to that because it was all about optimism ahead of the <laughs> Saturday crushed that. So I'd probably bypass that. And if you want to go back and and listen, you know, listen to the day's podcast that we recorded, it was a wee bit. We looked back on Kilmarnock, but with a wee bit of realism in regards to what happened there. A realistic view on it, and also with a wee laugh towards the end, trying to gauge when people would watch and listen and trying to work out what we should say at that time, if it was last night, the day, the morrow, whenever, right? So it was quite funny trying to tie us down a lot. But joining me this evening, as ever, Paul at Seas, how are we doing, my friend? I'm all right, thanks, yeah. Um, I'd, uh, as, as you say, we've done a wee podcast this afternoon and recorded it. Um, I, I got an awful lot of stuff out of the system. It was good, wasn't it? Therapy, it, was, it? It, was, it, was, it was cathartic. It was very good, yes. thank you, yes. Yeah. Um, and of course, as well, down the bottom there is Gio. How are we, my friend? I'm all right, man. I'm taking. I'm putting on my European hat tonight, so I'm. I'm, I'm forgetting about the weekend there, uh, quite literally. Uh, so um, yeah, a jaunty angle, um, I. Yeah, um, tinged tinged with a wee bit of trepidation, but optimism at the same time, mate. So good. Uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. I, I actually tried to put on my European hat earlier, but I'd stamped in it that much last season. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll need yeah. to get a new European hat. <laughs> I left mine in Amsterdam. It's <laughs> a funny hat, that one. Um, it was actually, yeah. <laughs> huge thanks to Angie for claims for all their support the shows throughout the, the, the season and for backing the podcast the way they do. Stuart, really depressing us. This is actually sunny, Airdrie, as you can see. I should have shut the blinds. It's sunny everywhere, man. Everywhere. My neighbours are out yeah. barbecuing or sun outside. It's, it's... So sunny Alcudia, Stuart's in. That's good. I, know. I love that. Um, we're getting to, you just picture it, eh? out in the balcony, right? Sun in, we San Miguel sitting there, you know. Uh, watching us three. Magalays. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. A wee San Miguel, it'll be a carafe of wine sitting there. It's amazing. <laughs> Oh, but that's Intra- the rest of Intra- the morning. <laughs> Intravenously fed. <laughs> um, George says good evening, troops, and also we've got David back saying Peel's Peel Bill's press Peel. conference didn't film, film me uh, with much faith for tomorrow. <sighs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, looking for some Swiss and serve them up a tanking over the two games. Says John. Well, I think we're all hoping for that. Um, starting on. Tomorrow night, um, where to start? After Saturday, which again, as I say, we'll try to confine to the Patreon side of things, right? And we'll try to go <laughs> late on tomorrow. Okay, me and Paul have been through the commandment thing the day. We don't need to do it again the night, right? Um, oh, oh, what a beer. No, I mean, that's just shit. Can, can, no, can we just block you, mate? To be honest, I was going to say, how can you block people? <laughs> 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 um, so looking ahead to tomorrow here's a question to start with right and I'll, I'll, I'll ask you to use this was it imperative or before Saturday was it imperative that we qualified for the Champions League and is it more important now given the result on Saturday policies it makes absolutely no difference it is imperative we qualify for the Champions League it, results 
I said in the respective, we have to qualify for the Champions League. It's not only financially, but it's reputational as well. You know what I mean? So yeah, we have to do it. It's just that's just it. I mean, that's succinct to the point. For once, I'm going to be shut my mouth up and say yes. Yes. Gio, would you agree with that? Or, or are you in the, the mind? Because a lot of Rangers fans are maybe in the mindset that they're scarred by last season in the Europa League's maybe more on level, so you drop into there. But going by Saturday, the fucking Conference League is near level. So I mean, it's it's a difficult one. I think, like Paul, reputationally, and, and the, the, the really build on the club and the momentum that, that hopefully we'll gain over the next couple of years and be able to attract better calibre of players and, and that, that sort of escalates onward and upwards, then, yeah, absolutely, it's imperative. Um but like you said, mate, I mean, I mean, it was a dose of realism last year, wasn't it? You know, taking drubbins left, right and centre, not really showing our best version of ourselves. Um, but I do like to think that that was probably down to that current manager and the style of systems we were playing at the time. I think given, you know, we talked about this and debated this many times, if we were going in last season into that Champions League with the type of mentality that we went with the, the Europa League, then I think we would have given a much better account of ourselves. But I mean, even talking, you know, you mentioned briefly about the press conference today. Michael Bean himself said it was it was probably the you know the the, the strongest group, um, Rangers group was the strongest group he had ever seen, and 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 it was ultimately proven with the you know with the majority of those teams doing very well. So, yeah, emotional damage, mate, but emotional scar tissue is, is seems to be the the standard bearer for being a Rangers fan these days, doesn't it? Well, it seems to be we're getting reminders of that all other place every season. The, the the thing that I have is if, if you're claiming to be a big club, yet saying we don't want to be in the Champions League because it's no our level, you're not really a big club, are you? Do you know what I mean? So you need to start thinking like a big club. And I think that one of the biggest criticisms that our club probably, can, and it's fair to level at the club over recent seasons, is that we don't think like a big club. But to be fair, at times we don't. Um, you know, we can, and I think even from Saturday as well, we can make excuses for certain things happening and we can convince ourselves about certain players and we can use... You know, sentiment was the 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 theme of the podcast we, we recorded earlier, Paul. That's on the Patreon site now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can use sentiment to cloud our judgment if we like, but the fact is, reality still smacks you right in the face when you get beat off Kilmarnock, uh, and when you get scudded in the Champions League as we did last year. So, you need to, you know, you, you need to take that wee dose of uh, reality, and you need to just deal with it. You need to take your medicine and deal with it. What I would like to think this year is we learn from it. And we and we move on. And if we can hopefully not have the same injury list as we had last year in the Champions League, where we're mm. playing a centre midfielder who isn't very good at centre midfield, by the way. there, <laughs> <laughs> and also you know a, a young kid who it's very very harsh to throw him into the elite level of European yeah. football. Yeah, most teams have been hiding to nothing. Let's face it. You know what I mean? We're, we're no we're no blessed with that squad, squad depth that we can have. You know, players, three, four players for, for certain positions. That's just no the way it works at Rangers. So the money side of it as well, you need to look at that to bring in the millions to allow us to compete. You don't want them stretching ahead. They're already ahead on the park. You don't want them stretching ahead off it further. Um, we have to try and close those gaps. So Champions League for me is imperative regardless of um, Saturday's result. It was always something that I feel as though we should be qualifying for every year and probably should have qualified the year before last as well. Um, mm. Beat off Malmo. So... That's where we're at with that. Going to team selection uh, for tomorrow night. I don't want you to tell me who you would change. How many changes would you make? And uh, just a just a figure. How many changes would you make, Paul? For, for tomorrow. Uh, from, from, from Saturday. From Saturday. Undoubtedly, it has to be changes. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I would certainly probably 
two or three certainly straight off the bat. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah, definitely. Gio, would you go higher or lower than that? I would say probably three, mate. At least three. Um, yeah, definitely at least three. Obviously, we're 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 a wee bit limited at the minute, you know, due to injuries and and and, and obviously players not quite up to fitness at the minute. But yeah. I would say three need to come in, um, ideally, and and potentially even Scott. We have talked about this ourselves. You know, even even a change of the system. You know, if there was a system on Saturday, a change of the actual mm-hmm. system, mate, because no one could really see a system. I mean, no, not. I don't think a Rangers fan alive could tell you what sort of style or system we were playing on Saturday there. But yeah, again, mate, you know, like we've said, three people, three three minimum changes, but it has to be a change in attitude, doesn't it? There has to be from the very get go, you know, and and it goes both ways. It goes with the with the crowd and the team going that and and trying to recreate that that thing that we had during that Europa League run. But it starts on the park, mate, because if the fa- if if the if the players on the park don't give us it, it's very very difficult for the club. And the fans to generate that sort of atmosphere and and, and go together collectively. Yeah, the, th- the thing is, and, and a lot of people in the comments there are saying, you know, I think as Curry said six. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Who's he trying to get on us three and him? Uh, <laughs> a couple of other ones in the comments. Uh. Wallace is saying three at least. Um, Tav Bonabarisic, Lonnie Dessers, um, Sima. Sorry, just the five rather than six. Um, they can't play any worse than Sunday, uh, Saturday. Sorry, says Gordon. It's true. Um, and in terms of your three changes, Paul, now we've no spoke before this about the changes that we would make. I would probably go along with you two and say at least three, minimum three. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't say you're disrupting the flow of the team. There wasn't any fucking flow in the team. So <laughs> I think you're trying to add flow into the team by making changes. So who would be your three, mate? Straight off Cantwell, the bat. Cantwell, definitely on. Cantwell, yep. definitely on. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't start... Lundstrom, if you're going to start Raskin, and you're going to start Raskin because he's one, he's he's, he's a dynamo in the centre. I put Danilo on, certainly play Danilo, and probably drop Dessos out um, because he's not up to speed yet. Um, and from there, um, maybe maybe start Sifuentes as well. Yeah, a double. I think yeah. I, I think that's who I would. And, and the reason that, I know Sifuentes hasn't got any minutes on the pitch yet for us, but as as we discussed earlier. Both himself and well, Sifuentes has played three quarters of a season. He's Mark Sharp. He's Matt Sharp. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And he had a couple of weeks off before joining us as well. He's he's now, he's now trained a week, uh, and also Danilo had a full pre-season under his belt, and uh, he's been scoring in pre-season for Feyenoord before he joined us. Yeah. But Desos was injured at the tail end of last season. Was injured in the summer, and he only started rehabilitation from his injury just before he joined us. So he's weeks behind. Yeah, so that's why that's why I would play them. Joe, just as that comment comes up there, uh, Freddie says there has to be a change with Tavin Borna, Sterling at right back and Divine at left back. I know it's not going to happen. Beal isn't brave enough. Um, we have to change mm. something, mate. Mm. And me and you had a lengthy discussion earlier, which we're going to get into more on the pod um, about the fullbacks and 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 you know how we seen because I know we're all saying where was the shape on Saturday. I think there was a shape. I just don't think it was the right personnel within the shape, maybe. It was out um, of fucking shape. It was out of very out of shape. <laughs> um, and I'm not sure how Bill thought that that would work because, again, without going into it, you, you know, I think when the team came out, we all had more reservations about it, didn't we? We all seen Lundstrom and went, hmm, hold on, um, things like that. So who would be your changes, mate, and, and in what areas of the park? 
to be totally honest with you, I would go with exactly what Paul said. And again, I haven't spoken yeah. to Paul about it today, but I just thought that when, when Campwell come on, I actually think Campwell was probably a wee bit stung by Saturday as well. Yeah. Um, mm. You've seen him quite frustrated. You've seen him angry. You know, he was playing angry. And I, and I quite like that about him, you know, but he did seem to want to get on the ball and, and try and make things happen. But he was the ad that only player who was trying to thread balls through, Scott, which we were desperately lacking, desperately mm-hmm. lacking. And I do imagine that tomorrow night, Will, will be a very similar game to that. So Cantwell has to come in for me. We we again, Lundstrom, uh, you know, again, Lundstrom was fantastic a, a season and a half ago when we were in that European run. But, you know, do we need to be so defensive at home when we have to give the crowd, when we have to give the fans a bit of a performance? I really don't think so. So he would drop out for Suentes. Mm-hmm. And then again, uh, you would I would say that Dessers, again, we spoke about this briefly, Dessers doesn't look quite match fit yet. And again, I don't think we're in an opportunity tomorrow night to give him match sharpness. I think he needs to go with Danilo, who has been, like Paul said, been playing, has a food preseason, has been scoring already, and he has looked sharp in his wee cameos. So, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm not saying it's do or die tomorrow night, but it, it's one of those games that if we can get a couple of goals lead and we can put in a bit of a stamp of authority, then we can go out there and, and we have something to play for. The danger is that if we be defensive again, a mindset then kicks in where that we're almost saying to the crowd and we're saying to the fans, this is how we want to play at home. And we shouldn't be thinking like that, mate. We should be going on the front foot. So hopefully those changes, we can't well play slightly further forward. Suentes in beside Dow and, and obviously Raskin sort of anchoring that. And hopefully then we can get a wee bit of momentum and start to build on this season that, that hasn't really set a light so far. Mm-hmm. See, a lot, of, a lot of people say, say that they would have played Cantwell instead of Lundstrom on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I agree with that in terms of personnel, but I wouldn't have played Cantwell in that position. Right? And I know Bill has been on record as saying, you know, getting your ball players on the ball deeper, you know, allows you to dictate play. It's not allowed us to dictate play in any of the games that I've watched so far. Mm. Because what you need is you need somebody in the positions who's going to get box to box. You need somebody in the... So the way I could see it that he set up was the kind of diamond formation. And we spoke about this earlier, Paul. And he had Dowell in the left of the diamond Um Lundstrom on the right, you know, Lammers at the tip of it and, and um, Raskin at the base. For for me, if if you're, your left and your right-hand side of that is key, right, because that brings you the energy to get box to box. You're expecting Raskin to possibly sit and kind of cover and sweep, if you like, um, behind the two of them. You're then expecting Lammers to go and actively make it a front three, um, which I think is probably what Beal is envisioning and it, it, it certainly have a yeah. covered vision in his head that that's what he wants that to go like but but, but these two in midfield are maybe letting him do it and that's slightly harsh on Dill because I think Dill gets a boot well and I think Dill's got a, a part to play there the right hand side was non-existent um, also we're relying on two fullbacks then to provide the width and probably creativity and getting the ball across and GOE spoke about it earlier mate you're allowed to regress as a football player mm. as you get older Right, that's that's just happens, and we and we again we spoke about this earlier as well, Paul. But even mm. me and everybody watching this, you'll feel a lot different now than what you did five years ago. But my problem is the way we play with our fullbacks in three quarters of our defence on Saturday wasn't he good enough in 2018, 2019. Okay, we could argue 2021 when we won the league, it was brilliant, great. 2022 and 2023 so far hasn't he been good enough either. So why are we still playing it again into 23, 24? You know, we've never strengthened there. Tav's allowed to regress as a football player 
um, in terms of his ability to get an up and down because he's aging. Do you know what I mean? He, he, and I know he's no old in terms of football players' sense, but the amount of, you know, the running that he puts in season after season, the figures, the stats that he racks up that everybody brings up all the time, isn't he? You know, it's going to have a toll. It takes its toll eventually on him. And it, and it is. As far as I'm concerned, it is. Tav's not the player that he was. No. Um, and we can hide behind sentiment, as I said, all we like. He isn't. He? And there's Borna on the other side. Borna's not the player that he was either. Borna should have moved on. There's a lot of these guys that in 2020, 2021, should have been shown the door in terms of, right, we need to try and get clubs for them. When yeah. they were at their peak, and we've said this a million times, um, I can have done a wee... It's a slight change in shape, right? And I can I'll put it up here the new. Um we've got Butland and goal back four because basically we need to play this back four because we have who else, right? We genuinely don't have anything else. But I would dispute that and change that as well if we had options. But you've got Tav Goldson, Suter, and Barisic. I've got Raskin, Dowell, and Sifuentes in the middle, and then I've got Cantwell and Lamas just in behind Danilo. For me, again, that still relies on the fullbacks getting forward and and creating the width and, you know, Ibrox is a big park, etc. I don't think it's Cantwell's role to be playing out wide left. I don't think it's Lammer's role to be playing out wide right. I think they're better centrally. And I think if they're playing centrally, we we can get, you know, they can link up with Danilo well. Sifuentes and Dill gives you the legs and energy to get through box to box. And Raskin sits and sweeps, if you like. That's slightly different to the way Beal has been, um, has been setting up with a diamond type formation. That's slightly different, but I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. What, what, what do you think about that, Paul, first? We can, I can't well, because it's all right saying put Cantwell in the team, but we have to put Cantwell in the position in the team where he can actually positively affect the performance and the result. I think I would probably switch uh, in, your, in your graphic. I'd probably put Lammers and uh, Cantwell about, but La- Cantwell slated to the right, lastly, Lammers slated to the left, purely because mm-hmm. Cantwell's right footed and Lammers is that can play either, but it looks like his left foot is maybe his stronger foot. But unless you want them to sort of maybe cut in and stuff like that, but I know they're not wingers, I know you've not set up as wingers, but. Yeah. I think that's actually, to be frankly honest, that's probably the team I would go with tomorrow, based on the personnel available and who we have. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have Bonner at left back if yeah. if, if, if Redvan was if Redvan was fit, I would have him in. Um, I, I think it's maybe a bit. I know, I know we talked about Tav, and we're going, we're, we're, we are going to do a, a, a pod about the, the uh, Tavernier at some point. <laughs> where they discussed that. Um, yes, yeah. so, we're, so we're not. So we're not. I won't get into the the thing with Tav um, because I'll I'll say that. But yeah, I think um, as I said, I think his his numbers. His he's on a decline, but it's just that's it's an age thing. And as I say, he's running himself. He's constantly running himself into the ground. But he's just. I think. If, if we if we had another right back, I'd replace him right back. I, I know it sounds really harsh, and people are you because you've you've got some who love him, some who hate him, uh, and some who are kind of in the middle and stuff like that. I'm kind of I'm kind of you know, kind of in the middle with regards to him, but uh, because I think he's what he's offered the club is really good, but we can't look back at sentimentality. But that that, that lineup is pretty much personnel available. Who I would start with tomorrow? Yeah. Gio, come to you on it as well, mate. Um, I, I just want to address a few people saying, obviously, Sterling. I know uh, Dougstar says that they're Sterling at left back. I'm just unsure on Sterling's fitness and, and yeah, you know, how, how much you can... Infl- I, I don't want the boy to come in and get injured and then we lose him and then we're square one. Do you know what I mean? And the gamble as well, isn't it, Scott? It's the gamble yeah. of that as well. We haven't... We haven't. I don't know if Bale has played, played him at left back in some behind-the-doors <laughs> type of games, but 
you know, obviously Scott, I mean, Mark's just put a comment there, we're worrying that we spent so much on attack and, and didn't fix the defensive issues. I, I actually totally agree with that. You know, I, I find it quite quite sort of, quite strange that, you know, for, for much of last season, you could see the defensive frailties in the team. And, and it's one area that we haven't actually established any real cover except for Sterling coming in, who can predominantly play right back or left back. But we haven't gone out and strengthened in, in that centre half area. Yes, Balogun's come in, but again, like Scott was picking up on, he's, he's slightly older now than the player he was even a couple of years ago. My, my issue is that is is that we don't we seem to put the Tav seems undroppable, and I'm not part of the oh for fuck's sake Tav crew. I'm not part of that. I, I appreciate oh, his numbers. Yeah, and he's, his numbers have been brilliant. But me and you have spoken. We've all spoken about this. Everybody in the pub has spoken about this. Take Tav off penalties, take Tav off free kicks, take, take Tav off corners. Would he have the same amount of stats? And I just don't see that in his game the last couple of seasons. Um, and there is an over-reliance on any manager that comes in to seem to want to try and play through him and play through the left back. You, you've said it, mate. These guys are, are regressing. Their stats can't be the same. Their output, their physical output can't be the same because they're effectively five years older. But five years ago, they weren't bombing past people and whipping in corners and crosses and stuff like that there. So why do we expect them to do it now that they're approaching their, their very early 30s? I think Tav is, what, 32 now? You know, yeah. Soon to be 33. Bourne is 31, soon to be 32. Bourne has never been blessed with pace. You know, so... We need options, and again, like Mark was saying, I, I don't think we, we've had an option, um, and they haven't actually brought those options in. But yeah, it's it's a it's a strange one, mate. See what Mark says there. I totally agree, hundred percent. See if Bill yeah. has to play that way, he has to invest yeah. in younger fullbacks. Geo, me and you had a had a conversation about it. Can you imagine if we had a Patterson on the right hand side and a Basti on the left hand side? No, I get it's sure. fantasy land. I get it's fantasy football, but. That's the that's the problem of being overly reliant on two people yeah. and constantly playing them, you know. And we could listen, we could put this into the centre half debate as well because Goldson plays all the time when he's fit. Goldson plays all the time as well. Who takes care for Goldson? Who in that team they is the natural successor to Connor Goldson? And the same with Tav. Who's it? And obviously it might be Sterling, by the way, and right back or left back, however he, he's more comfortable playing. It might well be, but I don't know enough about him now to make that call. So who is it that's ready to take his position? And and that's the thing that worries me is it was so short-sighted. Mm -hmm. And it's it's a legacy of the Ross Wilson effect, if you like. There is no future planning for the club. And yeah. now you've seen it. I made the argument earlier that, you know, in over a decade now of mediocrity, as I'm calling it, because that's exactly the fact it's less than mediocrity now. It's, it's worse than that. We've we've won the league championship once. When, obviously, we won it handsomely. We won it with 25 points or whatever it was. They went out that that season there and totally ripped it up and got it back. They, they got it back. We rested on it. They went and changed it and got it back. Now it's hard for us again to go and rip it up as we've done this year and see instant results. So, and my dog's not happy about it either, as you can hear. So, <laughs> donch, man. Um, but it's one of the things that it's just it, it, the days of it, are, as, as Ian says here, the days of, of, of Tavon Borna being our outlet now are done. Um, and we have to quickly realise that they're never going to produce the same stats that they did before. So when we do that, we need to decide how do we play them. So I'm going to put a question to you, Paul, right? If I put that graphic back up, and I spoke to Gio about this earlier, I'm not saying this should happen. This might be you saying to me, you've lost the plot now, by the way, because you've watched too much dross in your time. And I'm happy to accept that as well. But 
Tavernier doesn't give you as much anymore in that position that he's in the new, right? Mm-hmm. If we found a young, dynamic right back that can get up and down, defend and contribute going forward, it'll never be anywhere near close to Tav's numbers because Tav's a freak in that that, uh, that sense. Tav's out there on his own. That position that Cifuentes is in, it's his kind of right-hand side of the diamond as it would be for Bill. Can Tavernier do a job there? Further forward, less reliant defensively, can play through the lines, can get forward and join in attacks. Not saying that's your right midfielder or that's your right centre midfielder in that instance, but could he could he contribute there? He could, yeah, but I would I probably wouldn't start him there. I would have I would have him on the bench just cover for right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. And listen, Gio, we've said it. <sighs> And it sounds like we're bashing the fullbacks here, but we've said that a million times, mm-hmm. mate. And, you know, we have to move the ball faster, allowing one fullback to take the corner and then sprint over the other side of the park to take the result and throw in. Yeah, please don't, please don't. All fast, slowing it down. Yeah. And that's, that's the bit that it's it's worrying, isn't it? It is worrying. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely is. Again, it's 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 that it's that sort of, it's my ball. I'm going to decide who plays. You know, I'm first pick, you're my team, and I'm going to take the free kick. It's almost like when you know when you hear these fantasy land type owners picking their sons to be on the team, you know, and they have to take all the free kicks and they have to take the penalties. It, that's what it sounds like. And again, I don't want to, I don't want to see. You know, we've seen in the comments our guys talking about if we play narrow, we play into the hands. That's the problem, mate. We're, we're again, if we have dynamic fullbacks, which which Tav can still be, but not forty five games a season, mate. Not European games, league games every start. I seen a question there earlier about hmm. would would Bill ever drop him? I do remember a, a time, you know, a season, a couple of seasons ago when Jared was still there that he actually dropped him for Nathan Patterson in a home game against Hibbs, and Patterson yeah. played really, really well, really well. But I think that was to give Tav a kick in the ass, and I think he needs a wee bit of that again. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I I don't know the answer, mate. None of us know the answer because we're not paid the big bucks to go and have the answers, but. You know, going forward, we, we need to figure out the players need to figure out and, and the manager needs to figure out how to get the best out of these guys because at the minute and from pre-season just doesn't look like it's quite clicked, does it? It just doesn't look like it hasn't there hasn't been periods in games where we go, Oh, we can see what's happening here, we can see the style, we can see the systems. A lot of people went on on Saturday evening and said, Oh, but Dick Advocate lost his first game and then he went out and stormed the league. Yes, but if anyone can go and back and watch that game. We also had the run of the game that day. We we absolutely dominated the game. I think it was Hearts at home, was it? Hearts at home, mm-hmm. we got beat. Aye, Hearts at Tynecastle. I think we got beat two one. But you could see the players, the overlapping yeah. runs, the energy, and and it was just a, a brand new bunch of players being through together because it was done very quickly. We didn't see that on Saturday, mate. We didn't see overlapping runs. We didn't see energy. We didn't see shots from outside the box. We seen the same turgid stuff that we've been seeing for the last couple of years, and that's why we're all pissed off and frustrated, mate. I wouldn't have Tavan in front of Sifu, I should just say there. I wasn't getting no, at that, maybe no. put it on wrong. I just mean, you know, we play hopefully 65, 60, you know, 65, 70 games a season if, if Rangers are successful in Europe and in, which in is, all which is, Sorry, Scott, but that's huge. That's mad. Even for professional footballers, mate, it's a hell of a yeah. lot. And, and that combined with constant hard training is a hell of a lot of wear on tour on players' bodies. Mm. So the likes yeah. of Tav, like we were saying, who was doing that three, four, five years ago and doing it well, he's maybe just he's not being able to do it anymore. Yeah, and I don't want it to become a bashing Tav and a bashing Borna and whatever else because, yeah. I, listen, nobody in this is in the, for fuck's sake, Tav Brigade. I think we're all appreciative of Tav's talents and his, and his, 
his contribution to Rangers and, and you know, I don't think the club did him any favours last year by putting him in the Hall of Fame when he's actively the Rangers captain who's going through a season where they won a treble. I think you've really, you know, threw the guy under a bus, to be fair. That should have been after he left the club, you know, and left Then put him in, fair enough. Um, I wouldn't have him in, in front of Cifuentes. No, I wouldn't. Definitely no. But, you know, we, we're going to need players to be flexible in our squad. We're going to need players to be versatile in our squad because... We, we can't have two and three players for every position. So if you've got somebody you can fill in somewhere, you know, and give somebody a rest and whatever, I don't think we're contributing, uh, we're, we're um, disregarding Tav's contribution to the team. And still, at this time, I don't think we can disregard that. I still think he's got a part to play, just not as the main man in the team to get goals and, you know, create chances and whatever else, because we have heavily uh, relied on him. And, and you're you're right, if we're, if we're chucking Tav into different positions, then maybe it would be time to tell him to go, okay, fair enough. But, it's just one of the things. Um, Young Waz is obviously still injured. I know as, as Curry mentions there, uh, second times end up missing the start of the season, leaving a shot on the left. I agree with that. Um, they're now heavily reliant on Borna again. You could say we did have a success at the Borna, but he's just not reliable. <laughs> so that's that's that. GOA spoke about a million times. There's, there's a lot of players within Scotland that we could probably have brought into our team to have did a job. You know, not saying as the main man, and it goes back to the whole Nisbet point last year with me as well. Not saying Nisbet would come in and be the number one striker, but I think Nisbet could have done a job for us. Mm. Certainly, in games like there, he's used to that pitch, Aye. he's used to that opposition, he's used to the frantic pace. There's a reason why players, you know, are, 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 are suitable for Scotland, and the other ones take time to adapt. That, that. Do you remember? Do you remember a load of years ago? And obviously, I'm a wee bit older, so I would remember this. But there was a stage when, when I think Rangers played themselves, and there was a massive game at Ibrox. There was a team in the white. I think it was Jonas Thurn and the likes of those boys yep. were playing. There was a team in white and a team in blue. Yeah. And you could almost people were saying, "We have a squad here that that is good enough for Europe and good enough for for Scotland." And 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 yeah, we're not in a financial position where we have that, but we it's about identifying, like you said, it's about identifying those players. Who can fulfill certain roles? Um, look, mate, we're, we're, we're obviously we, we could go around in circles about this and talking about this all night, but ultimately we've got a huge European game tomorrow, really, really early in the season um, against a team who you may not say is probably the strongest on paper. I heard, I've, I've read wee things today about well, their whole team only cost a million quid, but at the end of the day, they still finished second in their league, and and the Swiss league, you know, is nothing to be sort of laughed at. You know, you've got the likes of young boys. Grasshoppers, Basel, all sort of of a of a decent European pedigree. So they've done all right to finish second in their league last season and obviously make it this far. They weren't fancied last week, and they're obviously. I think tomorrow night they're going to come with a very similar mentality, a very similar setup to to you know to sit in, to not to narrow the pitch down, to frustrate, the time waste, to play the European game. And we need to be cute and smart about that too tomorrow night. But I think hopefully, hopefully. You know, if we get an early goal, it, it, it'll build that momentum. And I think that's what this team needs. I mean, it just needs something just to click. And for that, for that, we did a lot to change. Yeah. Well, they, they, predominantly this season, they've played a 4-4-2. Um, they obviously get past Genk, who are not a bad side um, in the previous round, especially going a man down in the second leg. Yeah. They really yeah. did. You know, they showed their battling qualities. They showed their Back. fights. Showed their... Yeah, oh, definitely, mate. And, and they're going to show that even if we're two up, tomorrow night or three up which would be a luxury they're not going to give it up you know they're going to try and get a couple of goals back to take back to Switzerland so this tie is not done tomorrow night no nope. but Rangers putting a performance in which is a convincing performance and hopefully getting a, a a result to go with it means 
you know, we go to there, we go there with a wee bit of hope, and we start the season properly. And we need to live at home, and you know, it's... we need, we need, we need, we need, we need, we need a bit of a confidence builder. Um, I don't know if you saw or heard, but their, their their manager, um, Randy Weller, he in his press conference, he's confirmed um, eight of his players will not be available for tomorrow. And out of those, out of those eight, five have been definite starters. And one would would have started, but he's not received his work permit. Um, so the, the captain, um, Jeremy Frank, uh, he's there. He's a goalkeeper. He misses out, and the and then they've, they've got the right winger, who's prolific, is Bubislav uh, Stefanovic. Uh, the right back, uh, Kyogo Sinemoto, uh, Alexis Anatunes, who's their attacking midfielder, and Enzo Crivelli, uh, uh, who's a centre forward. Those are the guys who are missing out, and that, and they're. Those five are starters. They have been in every match until they get injured. And I actually went back and checked for the last seasons for the, for the guys that were here for playing with them. They were starters as well. Um, they do have. Uh, they are kind of dangerous going forward. The, the top scorer is uh, Chris uh, Bedia. He's a centre forward. Fedona plays on the right, so he likes to come in from the right. And as we know, our left hand side isn't that great. <laughs> and um, Timothy Cogna is—he's uh, a, a centre midfielder. He's a star man. He's their most expensive. Uh, he's three million pounds, um, and he—he's the guy that makes the team tick. He's—he's—he's he's he's done Nicholas Raskin or Todd Cantwell if you want. He's a combination of both. So they're the, they're the two was to watch out for Cognat and Bedia. Um, but I think them not having a, a, a five of their uh, starters means they are. Going to come in, they're going to sit and park the bus. If you ask me, maybe they make surprises, but you can see against Genk, they are, they are no cliche, they're no mugs, and they know how to defend. I mean, they played, they played what 85 minutes of that match with, with yeah. 10 men and took it to penalties and then then won yeah. on penalties, so they know how to defend, uh, and they're going to be hard to break down. I, I just get it's going to be, it's, it's not going to be as easy as people think. Yeah, I agree with you, Paul. I think they're 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 genuinely they're they're going. Curry said it. They're basically Kelly on steroids. Do you know what I mean? They're they're yeah. going to play in a very similar style, like you say, mate. They're they're coming here knowing. I, I heard something in the press today. One of their one of their um, press guys asking what what Rangers feel, how Rangers feel about being sort of the the odds on favorite. But at this stage, mate, you can't can't take any game. I mean. You know, I mentioned earlier and we laughed about it, but, you know, we've all got scar tissue, you know, from from teams in the past, especially in the past couple of years. But even before that, you know, um, random wee teams from, from Romania, random wee teams from Lithuania, you know, and then all of a sudden we're walking away and out of Europe and we're sitting looking over our shoulders going, what the hell happened? So we can't take anything yeah. for granted. I know people are saying they've only won one game, but at this stage, mate, I would still go out with the mentality that this is a huge European game, a huge Please Champions League game. One. Yeah. <laughs> and I think someone else just pointed out there that PSV are already 1-0 up mm. within the first literally three or four minutes. So, you know, it looks like it could be a re-repeat. Um, and they've got a very similar team to what they actually played against when we played against them um, last season. They've got a very similar team. So I think there'll be there be a few of them out looking for a wee bit of revenge if we do manage to make it through. See if yeah. we see if we beat Kelly on Saturday. Looking at this, and it doesn't matter their record, doesn't matter the games they've won. Yeah. You know, we'd be confident going into it. And then pre season doesn't become an issue because it's pre season and we write that to pre season. We say we were pulling pre season, but that's because we were trying things, whatever else. We got it right when it mattered on Saturday. 
the fact is it was a continuation of pre-season on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah absolutely. Right, absolutely. which question, you've got to question that. So as much as we're looking at them going, they've won one game this year, they were looking at us and going, that's more than great either, by the way. So sort that out, do you know what I mean? I'm going to get put out by a password. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, that, that, that's the thing. And listen, I made this point on Twitter earlier, right? a message to the manager, our strongest team needs to start every game. Yeah, yeah. We ain't good enough to be resting players yeah. who we, you know, are our, our craft and our guile, if you like, that, that we break teams down. We can't do that. Um, they've conceded every game this season, scored the last minute equalizer at the weekend, stopped building them up, nothing special. Well, I could also say we've conceded every game this season as well and, mm-hmm. you know, in shite uh, and no look great in attack either. So it's not about building them up. I think it's about having a wee bit of realism here that we're not that good at the moment. Um, and I'd love to sit here and say Rangers are brilliant and we're going to take six after them. We're fucking shocking at the minute. You know what I mean? We, we've, we've no style, no class, no fucking, you know, it doesn't look like we've got any sort of game plan, to be honest. And if it does, he's not put the right personnel within that game plan which is on the manager. So we can say that downplay them or they like, there'll be a fucking Battle Fever podcast for Servette talking Swiss the new that are saying, this mum shite, by the way. And that's just fact, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I disagree with it. So well, it's, they have nothing to fear. <laughs> it's up to us the more to go out and prove that we're a better side than them and, and go and yeah, get yeah. past them and, and give the fans something to smile about. And that's what it's all about. Yes. Oh. Definitely. <sighs> You're right, Jim. No more fucking about. Let's get the season started. You know what I mean? What we don't want is we don't want to be coming up in my next game at Ibrox after this to be playing against probably the biggest low block at oh, OER Livingston. What have we got on? Oh, no. <laughs> we need to text we, we flipping Martindale and say, hey, come on. I was going to say, mate, you've got his number. Just send, stick, stick him a wee message in there and ask him if he wants a wee brown envelope. Actually, don't say that, mate, because... We know know that the Daily Record will be watching this and they'll all be on tomorrow. Fucking Rangers bong Davy Martindale. Something like that. Would you like an evil? Would you want me to do a podcast with him before the game is Saturday? Then it's fucking chaos. I can't even wait the next uh, European match, Davy. When I bought him a season ticket. We need to decide on a spine of our team, I think, ahead of tomorrow night. We need to decide who it's going to be, what spine, and go with it. That's the that's the spine that starts. You know, Butland's position cemented. We should say we've been very critical of Rangers on Saturday. We should say about Butland commanded his area, had yeah, one yeah. thing to deal with where he came off came off his line and slid tackled boy and <laughs> won the ball. Incredible. I know a Rangers player slide tackling and winning a ball. Brilliant man. On that pitch too as well, mate. He must have buttons <laughs> up his arse for days. I, I, hey, listen, there's no been there were a few Rangers. Last season, that support there will rub a wee bit of cream on him. And some stuff he is. Uh, there's a couple of guys in the show, a group chat and all those things. <laughs> um, so, you know, we, we've got to get that. He's cemented as a goalkeeper, and I don't think MD can disagree with that so far, right? I don't think anything he's did or any of the goals conceded would do to him. No chance at the bloody at the bloody goal at all, let's face it. No chance at the goal. Granted, centre half, he has real issues. And we've said in our group chat and on, and on this pod, we've said it for ages, that we've got issues at centre-half. Do you know what I mean? We've got issues all across the back line. That's where we're we're struggling. If if you can defend properly, more often than no, you'll probably win football matches, especially with us because we have the bulk of possession. If you don't give them a chance and something to hold on to, there's an opportunity you can nick a goal at our end in a tight match or whatever. Midfield, I think we're settled with asking. I think Cantwell should be in there somewhere. 
Um, and then up front, it's obviously up for grabs a wee bit because he's got new players there that you've spent a lot of money on Danilo and whatever else. But <laughs> but um, that's that's what I would say. We need to you know we, we need to be looking at we need to be looking at a, a, a centre forward to be the mainstay. I would go one up, and I know people scream it for two, but I would go one up, and I would allow us, like I say, a couple behind in that space to create havoc. Um, and that's I think that's that's when we're at our strongest. I think when we do that. Obviously, that might change when we see the strikers that we've signed and get to know them better, and, and maybe there's a partnership that can be played there. Abdallah Seema, for me, starts on the bench tomorrow night, Paul, for the simple reason. I think he's a weapon that can be used. Um, I don't go along with this fucking thing that he's that big boy we had too, is it? So the- uh, I, don't, I don't go along with this, right? And I might be wrong, and if I'm wrong, fair enough. But I don't go along with it. I think the big boy has got something to offer. He just as the number nine, he's back to goal. I don't think he's comfortable at that. I think he's more comfortable getting on the yeah. ball with a wide position and driving into the box. It might turn out to be as good as Sakala finishing wise and whatever else. Maybe. <laughs> I think that's more his game. Um, would you start him tomorrow night, mate? No. No. I like it. I like it. That's I like short and sweet tonight, Paul. It seems, isn't he? No, mate, you're right. Look, I, I think you're right, man. I have to be short and sweet because if I talk for what I want to say and with you on the pod... Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I'm only kidding. No, but you're right. No, we are right, man. I think, I think tomorrow... I think... Look, let's get let's give the guy a wee bit of a wee bit of leeway. You know, he, he, he's come. Scotland's a tough place to come and play your football, mate. And and playing for Rangers is a hell of a lot different to playing for Brighton. With all due respect, Brighton are a cracking football team. We play cracking football, but it's the level of expectation, mate. And it takes players a wee while to, to adjust. Personally, I do think he's got cracking attributes, but maybe not tomorrow night. I think what we need to do is 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 get people who can dig in and 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 show us what they've got. And tomorrow night, we have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to see a bit of fight. I want to see a bit of, you know, fucking right in about it. Right for the off. They're a European side. They like to put it about a bit, but according to, you know, some who have watched them. So let's go and let us put it about a bit. You know what I mean? Let's go and match them. Fight for fight, if you like. Punch for punch. And then go forward into the... And let our, let our quality hopefully shine through in the end. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else we're expecting? We're kind of coming to a close now. So is there any, anything else that we're expecting ahead of tomorrow night? Well, do you think there'll be a big shock in terms of the starting lineup? You know, I can't see him dropping Tav or Bourne. He's not no. unless Sterling's match fit, ready to go. He's, it's unless like, he's been unless he's from Monday morning, mate. Unless Sterling's been flying and training, and Tav's been shite, he's not going to change it. He's not yeah. going to change it. We are going to get that same back four because. Again, how can we be going into a brand new season with limited options in defence? It's it's indefensible, mate. We shouldn't be doing it. But we are where we are. So that will stay the same. I do think he'll bring in Fuentes. I think I don't think I think he'll take a risk on him because he realizes it's a huge game. And with that, with this huge game, he talked today about the prestige and the finances. And then I do think he's looked at Cantwell on Saturday and went, Yeah, you've come in with it, the bit between your teeth and you're trying to prove something to us. That I think he's That'll have to make his mind up. And I think he has to take the reins off the team a wee bit and and, and stop being so defensive and, and you know playing a playing a John Lundstrom beside Raskin and, and effectively two holding midfielders in there. He has to take the reins off a wee bit and just go for it. Uh, Sterling is in the Euro squad. Um Blue Jay says it's his Fuentes is mid season. Um he has to start. Absolutely right. Definitely. Um 
we'll be back in for Sakala by Sunday. (laughs) 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 Uh, A left centre-back or left-back and a pacey quality winger required. All three, all three, yeah, I think, I think. Just very quickly, mate, what he did say today, if anyone hasn't seen the press conference, it's obviously on the Rangers Twitter pages and Rangers socials, get on and check it out. He did say that he was, wasn't was banking on Sakala going. So he, 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 uh, someone asked the question, will you be going back in to replace him? So we may get another person in that position, or he may just look at it and say, we've got enough for what we need up front. He said he did say we're a wee bit, we're a wee bit healthy up front now with the likes of Tom Lawrence coming in and obviously Kamal Roof coming back in. Both will probably be injured by the weekend again, but... For me, I, I absolutely agree with RC fifty six. There, we, you know, a left back, a left centre back, and 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 a, and a good quality winger. But whether or not Bailey wants to play with wingers this season remains to be seen. I think we should be fucking flexible. I don't think we should be turning around and saying we're not playing with wingers because how do we? Yeah, I agree. Isn't it? I agree. I, when you, well, that, 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 that's part of the problem we had in Saturday, wasn't it? Bloody mm. width it all through the centre. <sighs> I just don't. Don't start, don't start, man. I know, start, I know, man. I know. Come on. This was supposed to be another half an hour pod and it's turning into a mega one. <laughs> well, Selvet missing eight players. Can we play? Can we loan them? Uh, Lundstrom. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. Uh, we're playing in the Champions League. Can't fire them into action. Nothing will. Sakala yep. was improving. Water under the bridge, but huge mistake. I think as well, you can't really stand in the boys' way when you've been offered that life-changing money that you've probably got. Well, to that's, what, that's what Beale said. That was, that was part of, he basically sat down and the offer he was given by the by the Saudis said it was it was life-changing for him and his family, so he yeah. wasn't going to stand in his way. Yeah, Dream, dreams don't die, but they do change with finance. So, Ka-ching. <laughs> that's one thing we found it. Um, thanks very much, everybody, for joining us this evening. Check out our Patreon page below. We have a few series on there that we recorded a couple of years ago, yeah, or maybe a year and a half ago. One of the ones, as I said, was the David Murray series, which was quite good. Myself and um, Dell done it. I think, Joe, you came on one of them as well, didn't you? One of them, I think, aye. Yeah, I was there as well. Contact with David Murray. Um, and I'm not saying he's a great guy or whatever, by the way, but just saying we got a wee bit of information for him to put on the pod as well and kind of see it for all angles about what happened at Rangers and stuff like that. Check it out. Um, and also, we'll be doing the wee short sharp, uh, the Bears update now and again. Paul mentioned a feature length um, podcast, which will be on Patreon uh, regarding James Tavernier, the Enigma and the Spectrum. <laughs> where you, sit, you know, where do you sit in the Spectrum? Hall of Fame legend or underachieving captain? There's so much in between that that's probably about two pods, to be fair. Um, Nice to see Gio has secured his basement door. Yes, that's correct. Linda, good evening, everyone. Chiri, we're just about to leave. (laughs) 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 You can catch up on YouTube. Um, And and that's kind of where we're at. Bruce, before we go, let's get predictions. Paul, C's prediction for tomorrow night. Do you know, I'm... I'm, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna plead I'm, I'm gonna plead the fifth because I, I had a prediction for Saturday and I was absolutely dreadfully wrong. I mean I've said I'm not gonna say anything. We tend to do all right, so I'm not gonna say anything. Right, okay. Um Gio, are I'm, you gonna be bold and stick your neck out? Do you know what, mate? I, I, I'm I'm gonna try this reverse psychology thing because hope because I've done the same on Saturday there and I got it completely wrong, but should I say we're going to get pumped three 0 and then we'll win three 0 Should we try something like that? No, do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say three 0 Rangers, but I would take a Scotty one 0 off Big Sammy Sammy Lammers arse. <laughs> I'm gonna put this question up for Gio because I know the answer to this. Gio wins the next time you're coming across the water. Twenty second of September, 
for Mr. Gray's wedding and then hopefully the Rangers match the next day if we qualify for the Champions League. If not, it'll be Rangers match on the Sunday. It's gonna be that's gonna be a wild weekend, man. <laughs> well, I'm, do you know what I'm kind of hoping now, mate? Could you imagine the wedding on the Friday and a Rangers match? Damn, with a hangover for the Rangers match on a Saturday. So I don't know if I should hedge my bets here and say I hope we don't get three. But no, absolutely, I want to. Mate, I'm here. Mate. We've got the Champions League music back tomorrow night. Even in qualifiers, I still play the music. It's amazing. I've got no, I think it's just the playoff though, isn't it? I don't think it's actually it's, tomorrow. It's, night, it's not actually tomorrow, night, it's just the playoff. In the third round qualifier, hoping to make the playoff route. That's my advert for this show. You don't want to hear that. No. Um <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I we are gonna qualify. Um so yes, uh, yes, yes we absolutely. are we are gonna qualify. So uh, your weekend is gonna be a, a, an absolutely rocking one, uh, starting with uh, Scotty's wedding, as you say. And uh, we, we need to start getting our livers in practice. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna start tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going 3-1 Rangers if you're out and about tomorrow night myself, Paul, Fridge and Simi are going out for a beer tomorrow before the football so if you're in town or maybe you're running about the Ibrox area we might be bumping you Should we take drop, the him a D- drop him a DM drop the pot a DM and get, get to tell him where you are and we're a merrier get the selfies up <laughs> Come and buy us a beer, right? Just make us come just and buy us a don't don't come and buy us a beer. That's just cheap. I buy them beers, buy them buy them those risky ones. You know the ones that uh, have Jägermeister and all in them. Get them smashed. No, <laughs> might fucking need to be smashed the way things are going. <laughs> no, this, is, this isn't Amsterdam. <laughs> yeah, don't. Let's not. Don't. There's fucking red lights at Dabby Ibrox. We'll be fucking one double. Dougal, just very quickly, mate. Raskin Screamer. I would love to see that. He hit one in preseason uh, there, didn't he? So, um, yeah, I would love to see Raskin score. I think Raskin needs a wee goal as well, mate. I think he needs to start adding that to this game, but hopefully we can see something like that. Geo want, uh, Geo. Jay wants somebody to get him two tickets for tomorrow. <laughs> uh, for fuck's sake. Buy us a beer. Be searching <laughs> no, we'll buy you a beer, right? That's what we're saying. We'll buy you a beer as a thank you. There you go. So, anybody bumps into the lads tomorrow night, Paul's they will buy you a beer. So, everybody Paul's go looking for you. Whoa, 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 sweet child of mine. <laughs> Paul's going to buy you a beer. That was what was said. <laughs> no, wasn't it? I did not agree to that. <laughs> my thanks to Paul at Seas for joining us this evening. Pleasure. Um, and also my thanks to Gio as well for joining us this evening. Um, Always a pleasure, never a chore. More importantly, thank you very much to everybody in the chat who has joined us because um, without you guys, we can't really sit here and do this. So thanks. Otherwise, we'd just be talking into a black hole. So thanks very much for joining <laughs> us uh, for the season's podcast. And we hope that your team day win tomorrow. We hope the Rangers win. We hope we take a positive result to Switzerland and then on to Livingston at the weekend. Hashtag... Keep the battle fever on. The long, the faces in the terraces will follow on and on. And I know what to find when the place comes to life. I got Sing to you. Sing. Louder. What's your